everything caravan and camping. They've got everything. Hi, great to have you with us with our Everything Caravan and Camping podcast, sponsored by ECC Parks. My name's Scotty Hillier from Channel 7. Now, every week, we are going to take you to an ECC Park destination around this great country of ours. We're going to get you there safe with our weight and towing masterclasses. We've got tech tips. We're going to chat with influencers as well as you, the listeners. We want to hear your questions, where you've been, what you're up to, something you want to know, something I haven't said, all of that. We're going to have a laugh with Caravan Park Confessions. It's an absolute cracker. And every week we're going to chat to the greatest chef ever given an open fire at a set of tongs, none other than Harry Fisher from Fire to Fork. I'm pretty excited. Let's go. Now, ECC, it's a 24-7 marketplace for all things caravanning, camping and four-wheel driving. With more than 10,000 products available from hundreds of popular brands, you'll find everything you need for your next outdoor adventure. Don't forget, subscribe to the newsletter and save a further 10% off the best brands, products and prices. They're only a click away. Let's go. Okay, where we're heading this week on our Everything Caravan and Camping podcast, Sunshine Coast, Queensland, and it is very, very popular, this park. I have done a bit of filming there with Creek to Coast. It is the Cotton Tree Holiday Park, and our manager, Jason Filippini, who manages most of the parks on the sunny coast. How are you, mate? I'm great, sensational, Scotty. Yeah. How are you going today? Yeah, yeah, good, mate, good. I've actually had a little sneaky fish this morning. I went and caught a couple of fish off the beach. Fresh whiting for dinner for the Hillier family tonight, which great, is good. Great time to go fishing. <laughs> now, mate, Cotton Tree, as I said, we film there. It is it is seriously one of the prettiest and location-based parks anywhere. So just quickly, if you are going from Brizzy, it's just under about 120 k's, which is under two hours to get there from the lovely Sydney, just over a thousand k's and just around that ten-hour mark to get there. And for our Victorian ballpark figure, under eighteen hundred k's and under twenty hours to get there. As you alluded to earlier, off Mike, you get a lot of Victorians and a lot of Sydney siders coming and staying at Cotton Tree, Jace. Oh, we do, Scotty. We yeah. get lots of people from all over the country. Cotton Tree is one of the most iconic parks yeah. in Australia. Everyone wants to be there. Everyone wants to go and be part of this unique position on the Sunshine Coast. It is probably one of the most iconic yeah. and brilliant positions on the Sunshine yeah. Coast. Mate, paint a picture for the folk that haven't been there and are listening to us and going, iconic, picturesque. I know where it's situated, but in your eyes, mate, what makes it so iconic? Why is it so popular? Okay, so it's a massive park. It's like nearly 500 sites. It's wow. on the surf at Door, at the mouth of the Maroochee River, so you get the aspect of nice river flows and beach on the riverside, which faces north, and then we also go on to the surf of the Maroochee surf side, yep. and we've got the eastern sea breezes, we look straight out towards Noosa on the right on the point. We have one of the best locations in Australia <laughs> to have a holiday park. Yeah, and, and I noticed too, on the on the riverside there where people it literally, literally 20-metre walk, it's just virtually out of your caravan, you're there. It is so safe and fantastic for families who want to have a swim in the morning, go home for lunch and go back and have a swim in the RV. Very protected, although it gets a little bit of current with the river, with the tides, but but as a destination for people to have a swim with the fam, it doesn't get much better. 
Oh, it does, man. and it offers yeah. so much. If, if you want to go to the surf or you want to go do a bit of surf fishing, that's out the surf side. And if you want to go to the, the, the calmer swimming with the little kids yeah. and the, the beautiful sand that rolls into the river, and it is flowing, but it is used not just by the caravan park and the holiday park people, but it's also used by locals. Locals flock there. It it is like a hidden gem. Yeah, lovely, mate. And I can hear people ringing through my ears. Are we close to shops? Are we close to coffee shops? Are we close to restaurants? How is it it situated? Look, the the position of Cotton Tree is so good. We go straight across the road from the Holiday Park and we've got a butcher, we've got a a food works, we've got a coffee club, we've got, and and I must say, the butcher is one of the best. Is he? Yeah. We've got, oh, brilliant. We've got everything you need right there. And as we walk up the Maroochee River, you can walk from there all the way to the plaza, which is the major shopping district of the Sunshine Coast. But as you walk up that river space, there's spatterings of Melbourne-type restaurants all yeah. the way along, yeah. bars and, and things like that, and a beautiful park. It is it is seriously one of the nicest locations on the Sunshine Coast. Lovely, mate. Now, tell us about the park. How many sites, powered, unpowered? You've got cabins there. Just a little run-through about the park itself. So we've got 478 sites, a mixture of powered, unpowered, multi-purpose and slab sites. Yeah. We've got a massive beach house, which is really good for people who want to actually book a couple of families. They'll sleep up to seven or eight people. It's, it's a two-story accommodation. It's brilliant. And then we've got nine other cabins that range from one and two bedders. We've got PWD cabin. We've got five amenity block. We've got a brand new camp kitchen that's going to be completed in October. We've got other barbecue areas scattered around the park. It is a massive park, yeah. but it is one of the most iconic parks yeah. that you will see. For sure. And do you have, a, in the season, Jace, do you have a weekly or a Friday night cook-up? Any, any events that people should be aware of? Look, because of the size and because we've got so many people coming yeah. through, what we actually do is we actually get a whole heap of different food vans and yeah, providers lovely. to come in. We support local. We don't just make the money ourselves. We get the local operators in. So we'll have a pizza guy. We'll have a calamari guy. We've got Italian guys. They come in with their, their food vans. They set up. And the beauty is, the guests actually support these guys. Yeah. They get in, they support the local guy, and, and we reinvest in the economy, and that's what keeps tourism going so strong. Yeah, happy days, mate. And once again, being a sunny coast lad, Cotton Tree, I can talk for people that want to bring a rod, and a lot of people do enjoy their fishing, ocean beaches, and also the river mouth there. Once again, you're whiting your dart in summer. In winter, you get your brim. Spring, you get your tailor. There's actually good mud crabbing to be had in the Maroochee River. So if you want a feed of muddies and sandies, <laughs> Bring the pots along. And also not far from Cotton Tree as well, if you don't have a boat, is Swan Boat Hire. I reckon it's a little a five-minute drive from there. You can go and hire yourself a little tinny or a barbecue boat and get on the Maroochee River and catch, catch yourself a feed of fish. There's plenty of boat ramps if you do have your own boat. But, mate, Cotton Tree, mate, we were impressed. We are impressed with that one, Jase. It is the Cotton Tree Holiday Park. Hey, mate, once again, you need to book. This place is very popular. If you're thinking of coming 
you do need to book ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Get online or give us a call and book with the girls because they're they're waiting for your call and they really want you to come and experience one of the most amazing locations I think that Australia has to offer. Oh, big call. That's like that's like picking out one of your children as your favourite child. But anyway, you like cotton tree. I can tell it in your voice, Jason. Yeah, we do. <laughs> all right, we mate. love them all. Yeah, I know you do. All right, mate, we will chat again next week. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Scotty. And just to remember, there are 65 parks throughout Australia and New Zealand. If you head to all the W's, everythingcaravancamping.com.au today, you can purchase an ECC Parks slash Family Parks Travel Rewards membership for a ridiculous low 30 bucks. That's right, only $30. Now, the membership gives you 10% off your stay at all ECC Parks Family Park destinations in Australia and New Zealand. Discounts and deals while you travel with their rewards, third night free voucher, and an entry card to their frequent camper competition. So make sure you jump onto the website and follow that up. Everything Caravan and Camping. Okay, time for our Weight and Towing Masterclass here on our Everything Caravan and Camping podcast. And we call to the microphone the great Dave Lewis from Weight Check. How are you, Dave? Good, Scotty. How are you? Great to chat to you again. Oh, look, I'm chipping away for a battler. I tell you what, I love it. I'm glad I get to do it. I'd be jealous watching other people. I get to travel around this great this great state and country of ours, and, and recreational vehicles are a big part of ours. Mate, we've got another little topic for you to talk about, Dave. It is sure, ca- Caravan Weight Compliance Ratings and Acronyms. Am I yep. pronouncing this right? TAR? Tear. Yeah, tear weight. Tear, okay. So with your with your caravan or a trailer for that matter, whether it be a boat trailer or a caravan, but we're yep. so we've got four ratings that we want to chat about as far as caravan weight compliance and those acronyms. So they are all confusing, but we do need to make sure that we understand them and make sure that we are compliant in all those ratings. Like you say, the first one is the tear weight. Yeah. So the tear weight of the caravan is the unladen weight of the caravan. When a caravan is manufactured, everything's bolted on it. The awning's on the side, the fridge is inside it, the uh, gas bottles are on there, they're empty. The water tanks are on it and they're empty. So at the final stage of uh, construction, the caravan manufacturer will run the caravan over a weigh bridge yep. and it'll weigh the total weight of that unladen caravan. And that's what we call the tear weight. So everything's on it, but it's completely empty. Oh, okay, okay. So moving, so that's the tear weight. What about the TBM? Yeah, so the next three weights are the loaded weight. So TBM stands for table mass. So table mass, once we start putting stuff in our caravan, as we put everything in the caravan, there's a technical term for everything that goes in the caravan. It's called stuff. We just put our stuff in the caravan. I love it. Put our stuff in. Yeah, (laughs) so when we load the caravan, once we weigh it, we need to know what the weight is on the wheels. We also need to know what the weight is on the tow bar or on that hitch which goes onto the car. Yep. So that's called the tow ball mass. So again, that's measured with a scale underneath the tow hitch when it's disconnected from the vehicle. And we've got to make sure that that tow ball weight is within certain limitations. So yep. we want to make sure if we're towing a car that can tow three and a half ton and it's got a maximum 350 ball weight, we've got to make sure that, that tow ball weight doesn't exceed that. Yeah, gotcha. And it... You must come across in your years of experience people that just have no idea and don't purposely do it, but they're over regularly. Oh, yes. That's, that's right, Scotty. Yeah. I mean, you probably only ever have to weigh your caravan once. 
once you've got everything in it, and then we know yeah. what it weighs and all these other uh, acronyms and, and uh, compliance ratings, once we know what it weighs, then it's probably not going to change each time you go away. So that's table weight. The next one is GTM, gross trailer mass. In trucking terms, gross mass usually means the overall weight of a truck. In caravan terms, gross trailer mass refers to the maximum allowable weight a fully loaded caravan can impose on its wheels or axles. It may have a, a big caravan might have an axle capacity of three tonne or 3.3 tonne or something. So when you put all the gear inside your caravan, we've got to make sure that when we run it over the, the weighing equipment, that the gross trailer mass with the weighing just on the wheels doesn't exceed whatever the manufacturer says on the compliance plate. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, mate. Then the other one, there's that many acronyms, ATM. That's not where you get money yeah, at, so is it? That's not where you go and put your card in. No, a different one. Yeah, yeah, yeah That was right. my funny, that was my funny, boom. Yeah, but the ATM, well, yeah. Yeah, mate, ATM stands for aggregate trailer mass. Okay. We talked about table weight, then we talked about gross trailer weight, gross trailer mass, which weight on the table, weight on the wheels. Yeah. If we ran a caravan over, a, over our scales, we'd have a, a scale under the table and then four scales under the wheels. Add all that together is our aggregate trailer mass. So it's the ball weight plus the wheel weights and the jockey wheels off the ground. If you run it over a public way bridge, it's the caravan sitting on the way bridge by itself disconnected from the vehicle. So the maximum allowable weight, again, is on the compliance plate of the caravan and it'll say the maximum allowable weight aggregate trailer mass is X say it's 3,500 kilos, yep. that means that when it's disconnected from the car, the maximum weight that caravan can weigh with all the water and everything you put in it, put the beer in it, put the food in it, yep. everything that goes in that caravan weighs something and it can't exceed the ATM. There you go. There's probably people out there listening going, oh, it is confusing, but but it's not really, Dave, is it? It's pretty basic. Once you get going, you do it once, go and chat to someone like yourself. You've got yep. it in your head. You know exactly what you can and can't do. And then off you go. That's right, Scotty. And it's just a matter of getting someone to sit down with you and say, okay, look, these are what these acronyms mean. This is what it's allowed to weigh. This is what it physically weighs sitting here today. And hopefully you're under everything. If you're under everything, then you know that you can put that extra carton of beer in or you can put some more clothes in or whatever you need to put in it. You're talking about language, carton of beer, maybe a coldie. Fantastic, Dave. So where can can people jump on a website and catch up with yourself and ask any other questions? Yeah, sure. MobileCaravanWayne.com.au or 0477897700. We cover the Brisbane area, but we've also got partner companies on the Gold Coast, Toowoomba, Coffs Harbour and Darwin. So have a look at our website. All the numbers are there. Lovely, Dave. Good on you, mate. And if you've got any questions you want to fire into me and we can ask Dave or anything for that matter, podcast at every you. Good on you, Dave. Thanks, Scotty. Talk to you soon. It's that time of the podcast. It is tech tip time with the great man, the Ayatollah of rock and roller, Charlie Graham. How are you, mate? I'm going good. Yourself? Yeah, I'm going well. But oh, big question, how's the new bub going? How's, how's life She's as a going dad? great. It is, it's definitely changed my life. And... Yeah, And this is actually going to lead me into the next best thing that what we're going to talk about today oh. is now that I'm going camping with her, yeah. one thing uh, my wife told me we had to have was air conditioning. Yes. Talk to me. Talk to me more. What tip so, have you got for us? We love going off grid. We love going off road. And what I needed on the van was this next great thing from Truma, and yep. it is the off-road Aventa. Okay. Tell me more. Tell me more. Now, it's a reverse cycle unit, and it's nice and light. Whole unit only weighs 33 kilos. So I'm not adding too much weight to my whole load. Okay. And it runs just off, it doesn't drain too much power, it just runs off your normal lithium battery powers or whatever battery well, setup? This leads me into my top tip for our tech tips. Oh, I love it. When you're running off your inverter, off grid, 
if you've got a decent solar setup, so in our particular van, we've got 400 amps lithium and a two kilowatt inverter. Yep. I turn the aircon on in the afternoon when the van's probably the most warm it's going to be. Yep. And I only let it run for a couple hours until the sun goes down. And then what happens is my van is now nice and cold, so we can go inside and we're comfortable and cool and go off and sleep. The Truma Off-Road Eventer. You're never, you're never going to sleep sweaty again. <laughs> Exactly, that's it, mate. And the cool thing is it is reverse cycle, so I can even warm my van with it there as well. There you go. Didn't you? I love that little plan words, the, the cool thing you just said, Charlie, you're a legend. All, all right, no, mate, mate. Have a good week. We'll chat next week. Talk to you, mate. No worries. Okay, it is that time again. Caravan Park or Campfire. We don't know where he's going to go this week. Confessions, Jason Filippini. What have you got for us this week, my friend? Oh, this one, this one's a perler. It comes from the very first days of running Holiday Park. There was this guy that turned up in a really elite caravan and he was trying to get his van level. And I walked past, he pulled the van forward, he pushed it back, he was mucking around. Half an hour later, I come past. Most people use ramps to level out a van. Not this guy. He decided to dig a hole in the site so the van tires could sit in the hole. And I was going, my God, what are you doing? Oh, I couldn't afford ramps. So he, he dug holes? He dug holes for the tires to sit in to get the van level. I have never seen anything like that in my life. And we're talking one of those uh, premium vans on the market. I sh- the, the, the van shall remain anonymous. Yes. But it was just amazing. And so will the gentleman. But can we say where he was from? Was he from down south? Was he from overseas? No, he was from North Queensland, to be fair. Oh, okay. We'll give him that, Jase. <laughs> Nothing more to be said. Digging <laughs> holes to level out your van. Not the best option to be doing, but quite funny. Good on you, mate. Caravan Park Confessions with Jason Phillips. Fantastic, buddy. Thanks, Scotty. Let's go. Everything caravan and camping. I hope you are enjoying this, our Everything Caravan and Camping podcast. And as we do each week, we're going to catch up with people that are on the road doing it. And it's our influencers today. Endless Aussie adventures. We've got Darren and Denise. Hello, team. Hi, how are you going? Oh, look, I'm going well, but more to the point, how are you going? We're very relaxed up here in sunny Queensland at the moment. Yeah, it's beautiful weather. So, t- first, I guess, firstly, a little bit of a backstory. Tell us about yourselves, when you started on the road, who you're travelling with, all of that good stuff that we all want to know. Yeah, so we headed off from Brisbane South last January. Yep. We've been on the road, what's that, 19 months, maybe? 18, 19 months. 18, 19, I can't even add up. Yeah. Um, yeah so <laughs> we've already done a lap, like a bit of a figure eight, and we pretty much followed the sun last year, not on purpose. Yep. We were only meant to do one year, but we loved it so much, even like a few months into the trip and decided that we did, we loved the lifestyle so much and yep. we kept yeah. on going. Look at you. Now, I guess a little plug, what, what are you towing? What, what are you travelling in? Okay, so we've got our tow vehicle, the BT50, yep. and we have a leader caravan, which is a double door caravan. So we've got two doors, we've got one at the front, one at the back, so wow. and the bunks are at the back, right at the back, so... They've got their own door. That's quite a talking point around Australia, actually. I bet it is. Do you you get stopped everywhere? You you, you know, you can pull in for the night. You've got to allow an extra hour for people to come up and go, wow, (laughs) look at that. Pretty much. We we get a lot of families come up and say, I've never seen this before. And then they have a look inside and look at the layout. They go, I wish I'd seen this one. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that good? That is good. Good plug for the van anyway. There we go. (laughs) And you're doing it with kids. Tell us about that. So we've got a, a high schooler and a primary school on the road. So we 
completed grade two and grade nine on the road. And at present, we've got a 15-year-old doing grade 10 in front of us at the moment and a grade three are. So, yeah, we're really enjoying it. The kids love it. The balance between exploring and learning all where we go and yeah. some online as well. Yeah. And who's the teacher out of the two? Who should I say? Do you, Darren, or no? Denise? Yeah, <laughs> I'm more uh, in charge of the, the bigger boy, the, the teenager with his ass. Uh, yes. We use an online program, so I pretty much assign him to work every day. Wow. And it, and I will like... say that the, son, <laughs> the, son, the son's more the teacher than the, uh, the adult, that's for sure. I was going to say, if I had a, like a 15-year-old year 10, I wouldn't even be able to read the books anymore. A lot of people out there listening are probably thinking, how is it easy? Homeschooling, they're probably, as you said, learning more on the road, out and about. As a little thing's important, but is it tough? Yeah, we've um, had a mixture of things that we've done on the road. Especially, we go to every information centre everywhere we go, so yeah. we're researching stuff and learning where everything is. The interaction with other, there's so many other like-minded families on the road that they're getting the connection of kids and different age groups. There's no real year level to match with the yeah. children. They're all blending together and playing really nicely. You know, I think that at everywhere we meet so many older people that have yeah. got children that are older now and they all go, I wish we did it when we were younger. Yeah. Our so yeah, no, there's a lot more people doing it and yeah. choosing this lifestyle. I think COVID helps as well with yeah. the online system. Yeah. No, it's really good. Oh, no, good on you. So the big one, you've been on the road over 12 months. Is there a favourite spot? Do you both have this favourite spot? Everyone listening is thinking, where can we go? What has been your favourite spot to visit so far and why? Mine would be Ningaloo Reef over in WA, where you can go and camp on the beach and then grab your snorkel gear and just jump out out off the beach and you're onto a reef looking at all that. Yeah, turtles and all that, all the coral. It was beautiful. I I could have done it every day, but uh, we had to... We, yeah. we have a mixture, whereas yeah, WA Broom was a good experience for us because there was so many other travel families there. So yeah. That experience itself was fantastic and that area is beautiful. Yeah. We love Mossman up the top of Queensland. Yeah. Margaret River, I would I would live there in a heartbeat. Wow. And then Uluru for me, being in the centre for my birthday last year was a wow factor. We've got a mixture of places. Have I don't it? think we can pinpoint no, this one. I guess I, can I come with you next trip? I'm going to jump in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I guess, team, people listening maybe have never been in the RV world, haven't travelled. Have you, A couple of things you've learnt along the way. Is there a couple of tips that you thought, oh, you know what, next time we go or from now on we'll do this or don't do that? Just a, Just one or two? Little tips? Yeah, I would say less is more. So many yep. people are worried that they need this product or that product or this car and this up- upgrade. If you want to live this lifestyle, if you want to explore Australia, just get out there and go with whatever you can get your hands yeah. on. You really you put so much into the van and then you realise you don't even touch half of it when you get going. Some of the setup on the way are just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I just think there's, you don't need every tool and it's gadget that's out there yeah. I, think, I just think you need to go and enjoy life what a, what a great tip in other words you don't need the big budget people are saying you need this you need that no just get a car get a van that's going to sleep you do what you need get out and yeah. do it yeah, yeah. See all the different types it's all different types you've got your little vans you've got uh, rooftop tents yep. yeah you've got combi vans yep. you've got massive yeah. Yeah, RVs Everyone's budget is different. Exactly. I just think this needs to go. Yes, it's getting more expensive out there on everything that you do anyway, like groceries, yeah. fuel, all that sort of stuff. But you just take it, take your time. If that means stopping and working a little bit in different plots, do it. Fantastic. Yeah. Now you've been. Sounds like you've been everywhere. Have you got? Is there a bucket list? What's on the? Where's on the two visit list coming up for you guys? To be honest, we've just got to plug up a little bit of our trip to Rockhampton just to make 
uh, our trip a uh, full lap. Yeah, <laughs> so okay. Get up to there, but we've been up, we've been we, we, we love Agnes. Like yep. water and all yep. those sort of places, but at this point in time, we're just we're just we want to probably go inland a bit and look at some of the gorges and things like that in Queensland that we yep. haven't really explored yet. That's on the list at the moment. I uh, still think you could do multiple laps. I don't think yeah. you could cover it all in one. You know, you can't cover every spot. You just got to make your adventure the way you want to do it, and your plan, in your way. <laughs> yeah, no, Denise, perfectly put. Now, endless Aussie adventures. Where can people catch up with you? Obviously online. Where? How can people follow you guys? Yeah, we're mainly on Instagram. We're also connected on Facebook, yep. a little bit on TikTok and a little bit on YouTube. We're all over the platforms at the moment. All righty. Thanks for having a chat with us. And may I say on behalf of the whole Everything Caravan and Camping family, safe travels. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you very much, Scott. <laughs> okay, the best part of the podcast, in my opinion, because I love eating. And this man, Harry Fisher from Fighter Fork, all the way from Western Australia. How are you, Harry? Very good, thanks, Scotty. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How's the bub? I know you're on number two. He's only a little, t- a little boy or a little girl. I didn't even ask earlier. Another little boy. So Lovely. Two little boys. Yeah, yeah you like yeah. me. Two same little boys. You. Yeah, same as yeah. me. Two well, little you're boys. you're much less little. Yeah, my, actually, mine are bigger. You're just starting and <laughs> I'm just finishing. Mine are off and jobs and away from home and <laughs> we're loving life. Not that we don't love our boys. Yeah, no, I've got none of that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, I had a question through a few people asking. They want to know, at home, do you do, you cook on YouTube, you cook all around the country, but do you do all the cooking at home as well, or does the lovely Cheese and Kisses chime in and do most of it at home? Oh, we are pretty well exactly 50-50 these days. She actually used to do more of the cooking because she was a better cook. Oh, um, but can't... it turns out that for many years, practising, she'll, she'll admit, I've overtaken her well and truly. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Mate, we, we've got a lot of hungry people out here in our RV world, I just... After your first couple of recipes, we want another belter. What are we cooking this week, my friend? Mate, I reckon we should do some bush ribs. Now, the, the mm. secret with these sort of slow-cooked meals in a camp oven is that you can convince someone else to wash up for you. Because oh, if love you it. say to them, hey, look, I've just spent four hours cooking dinner for you, the least they could do is wash everything up afterwards. The reality is the prep time's only about 10 minutes. Uh, so you geez. only actually spend about 10 minutes oh. working and then the rest of it sitting around and, and having a tin. Yeah, look, I, I've got a, a bush ribs recipe that I'm, I've just cooked so many times that I think I actually need to change it now because I've eaten oh. it so much. But if it's so popular, um, you wouldn't, you couldn't, wouldn't dare change it, would you? It's loved no, around the world. You don't mess with it. You don't. No. Mess with it. Well, I'll make version two. I'll make a different one. All right, we'll get that later down in the coming months. But let's go with version one. Yeah. Yeah. So look, to start off with this one, basically you get your ribs, you rip the membrane off the back, which is pretty standard. You chop them up into yeah, into individual ribs. This is beef ribs. You can It will work with pork though. Yep. Then I, what I like to do is just give them a quick sear on the fire. So just a little bit of blackening here and there, probably three, four minutes. And this is not to cook them. It's just to get a bit of a bit of blackness and a bit of coal in there because when you put them in a camp oven, they don't actually have any access to that fire. Even though they're being cooked on a fire, they don't yeah. actually get any of that fiery taste. So this is how you infuse a bit of smoke and stuff. Yep. Then you just get all your wet ingredients, wet and dry ingredients, and dump it all in really. So a bit of pepper, some soy sauce, some garlic, an onion, some barbecue sauce, a tin of tomatoes, a little bit of beef stock, a beer, Awesome. Or some wine. Yeah. Yeah, or some wine. Either one will work. Or if you don't want it either, you can just put in some stock or some, or just some water and salt. Yep. And then I like to chuck a little bit of brown sugar in there, and because I like it, a bit of chilli. Bit so, of chilli, yeah. Yeah, nothing in there that's too too adventurous. It's just it's all pretty standard pantry filler. Yeah. And I like to serve it on some rice. But yeah, you just chuck that all in a pot, fill it up so that the water is just covering the beef, 
chuck your camp oven on the fire or on a gas burner or whatever and leave it for about three to four hours until it's or until it's just pulling off the bone. Oh. Chuck it on your bed of rice and it's bloody delicious. <laughs> I love you. Oh, bloody delicious. It sounds bloody delicious chatting to you. That is, is amazing, mate. Oh, Harry, I love this segment. So, mate, where can people, obviously people listening now, think, oh, I didn't get to write that down, but there's a place they can find no. it all. Where can we catch yeah. up with you? Look, honestly, you could just Google fire to fork bush ribs yep. and that'll come up. You can get it in my book, which is just called fire to fork. And that's available pretty much everywhere. But yeah, look, if you want the free version and it's just their video of me making it up in Kananara with my mate Bo, yep. yeah, just jump on YouTube and it's there. Fantastic. And the recipe is always in the video description. Hey, it's all there. It's all there. And if you've got any questions, we want to hear from you. How about you suggest something that the great man should cook? Send me an email. Yes, podcast. Yeah, send me an email. Podcast at everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Until next week, Harry Fisher. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Let's go. Now, don't forget to head to the Everything Caravan and Camping podcast page at all the W's, everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Sign up to the newsletter for your chance to win a $50 voucher to spend on the ECC marketplace. Now, don't forget to catch up on all of our ECC episodes. Go to where you get your podcasts, or it's pretty simple. Head over to the website at all the W's, everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Well, there we go for another week. Absolute blast here. We're Everything Caravan and Camping Podcast. Don't forget if you've got any questions, you want to raise an issue, you want a question for any of the people we talk to, we can do that easily. If you send us an email, podcast at everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Be safe out on the roads if you are travelling anywhere. See you next time. Come on. Let's go. They've got everything. Everything Caravan and Camping. They've got everything.